ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر امور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد الحمد لله الحمد لله على نعمه الاسلام والسنه all praise and thanks belong to allah for the bounty of islam and for the bounty of the sunnah all praise and thanks belong to allah for guiding us to islam and for guiding us to the sunnah alhamdulillah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has allowed us to live to witness and to see and to experience another ramadan bithnillahi ta'ala we praise allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us again this tremendous opportunity to gain good for ourselves everyone who they plague themselves with sin and transgression then most definitely they need to take advantage of the lights of these auspicious occasions this occasion of ramadan the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said as it relates to the one who fasts ramadan man sama ramadan imanan wa ihtisaban ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhanbi that whoever he fasts ramadan or whoever she fasts ramadan out of iman out of true faith and anticipation of the reward then they will have their previous sins forgiven in ramadan it has been legislated for us as a recommended act which is highly stressed and that is the standing in the nights of ramadan praying unto allah azza wa jal inside of the tarawih as the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said man qama ramadan imanan wa ihtisaban ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhanbi that whoever stands in ramadan meaning they stand in prayer in the nights of ramadan out of true faith and anticipation of the reward then they will have 
their previous sins forgiven. So bila shak bila ray, Ramadan has inside of it many opportunities for the servant to gain good for themselves, many opportunities for the servants to be forgiven by Allah Azza wa Jal, many opportunities for the servants to gain a great amount and a vast amount of good, good deeds that could be gathered inside of this auspicious month and this auspicious occasion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside of his noble book, he tells us, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O you who believe, Allah Azza wa Jal, He addresses the believers, those who have faith, those who have iman, those who truly believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala, He addresses them. Allah ta'ala, He says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, kutiba alaykumu siyam, kama kutiba ala alladheena min qablikum, la'allakum tattaqoon. That, O you who believe, fasting has been written upon you, as it was written upon those who were before you, so that you will attain piety, so that you will attain piety, that you will attain taqwa. So from the ways and from the means for the attainment of taqwa is siyam, fasting. Fasting in this auspicious month. This is from the ways that an individual, he will attain piety. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in many places in the Quran that Jannah is for those who have taqwa. That for those who have taqwa, the Jannah is for them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of His mercy and out of His kind and most excellent treatment of His slaves, He has prescribed upon us fasting. That fasting that is a means by way in which an individual will attain taqwa. That taqwa which the Jannah is only for those who have taqwa. Allahu Akbar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us that He has prescribed fasting for us as He had prescribed it for those who came before us so that we may attain piety. Qala al-Alama al-Shaykh Ahmed al-Najmi rahimahullahu ta'ala He mentions, commenting on Allah ta'ala's statement, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu kutiba alaykum al-siyam kama kutiba ala al-ladheena min qablikum O you who believe, fasting has been written upon you. Written upon you meaning it has been made obligatory upon you. As it was made obligatory upon those who came before you. Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi, Rahmatullah alayhi, he says, وَهَذِهِ فَقْرَةِ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ يَخْبِرُنَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala أَنَّهُ فَرَضَ الصِّيَامِ وَأَوْجَبَهُ عَلَيْنَا كَمَا فَرَضَهُ وَأَوْجَبَهُ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِنَا Is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here in this portion of the ayah, in this portion of the verse, He informs us that verily He has prescribed fasting upon us and He has made it obligatory upon us as He has made it obligatory and prescribed it on those who came before us. As He has prescribed it and made it obligatory upon those who came before us. وَقَدْ فَرَضَ اللَّهُ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِنَا صِيَامُ ثَلَاثَ أَيَامُ مِنْ كُلِّ شَهْرُ وَصِيَامُ عَاشُرَا Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He made it obligatory upon those who came before us to fast three days out of every month and to fast the day of عَاشُرَا 
Allah Azza wa Jal, He made this obligatory upon those nations who came before us. Waqeel. And it has been said as Al Alama, as Sheikh Ahmed Al Najmi, he mentions, Waqeel. And it has been said, Inna Allah farada ala bani Israel siyam Ramadan. And it has been said that Allah had prescribed and made it obligatory upon the children of Israel that they fast Ramadan. That they fast Ramadan. وَأَنَّهُمْ أَضَّافُوا إِلَى ذَلِكَ عَشْرًا And then they added to it. The children of Israel, they added to the obligation of fasting Ramadan 10 days. 10 days. So thus, فَصَارَتْ أَرْبَعِينَ يَوْمًا So it became 40 days. So it became 40 days. As those who have a background in the religion of the people of the book, they will know what is commonplace amongst them to hear the mentioning, the mentioning of fasting for 40 days. Of fasting for 40 days. Al-Alama, Sheikh Ahmed Al-Najmi, he explains that it has been said, this is how they got to that number of 40 days. This is how they got to that number of 40 days. Because it was originally 30 days prescribed upon them one month and then they added to it 10 days. So thus it became 40 days. And then it was said that one of their kings, one of their kings or one of their monks, he had became sick. One of their kings, or one of their monks who had a lot of status and position, he had become sick. And when he got sick, فَنَظَرَ أَنَّهُ إِنْ شُوفِيَا أَنْ يُضِيفَ عَشْرَ And he made the oath, he took an oath, that if he were to find, or if he were to be cured, that if he was to be cured from this sickness, then he will add to those 40 days, 10 more days. That he will add to those 40 days, 10 more days. Now, So then it became 50 days. But this additioning, this adding on to it, no doubt about it. They were wrong in doing this. They were wrong in doing this. Naam, this is not permissible to add on to that which has been legislated. Naam. So it is important that we understand this aspect. That when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He legislates something for us, then we don't increase upon it. We don't add to it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as an example, He has legislated for us, raka'atan, two units of prayer for Salatul Fajr. So it is not befitting that one will come and add to it an additional raka'at, making it three raka'at, or he will come and add uh, yani two raka'at, or yani another two raka'at, making it four raka'at, and so on and so forth. But we keep it as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has legislated it. He legislated it as being two, so thus it is two, so on and so forth. And this is the proper mannerism that the believers are to have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we are not to add on to that which has been legislated. Naam? So from the many things and from the many ways and from the many deviations of those who came before us is that they used to add on to that which was prescribed upon them. Naam. فَعِنَّ ذَلِكَ Sheikh Ahmed al-Najmi goes on to say, So thus with this, 
أوجب الله عز وجل على أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم صيام هذا الشهر الكريم. So from this, Allah عز وجل He has made it obligatory upon the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam that they fast this month. They fast this auspicious month, this month of Ramadan. Naam. And then in this month of Ramadan, there is a special occurrence that had taken place inside of this month. And that is, as Alama Ahmad al-Najmi, he mentions, that we fast this month, this month of Ramadan. We fast this noble month of Ramadan. لِأَنَّ اللَّهَ أَنزَلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ Because inside of this month, Allah Azza wa Jal, He sent down the Qur'an. As Allah Azza wa Jal, He says in His noble book, شَهْرُ رَمَضَانِ The month of Ramadan. شَهْرُ رَمَضَانِ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ The month of Ramadan in which the Qur'an was revealed therein. The month of Ramadan in which the Qur'an, it was revealed therein. Allahu Akbar. The Qur'an being revealed is a tremendous mercy for mankind because it gives them direction in every aspect of their life. It gives them direction in every aspect of their lives. It is a guidance for them. It is a criterion by way in which they will understand the difference between good and evil, right and wrong, halal and haram, and so on and so forth. The Qur'an, it is that which, if we were to implement it truly inside of our lives, it is that which, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, we will be from the people of Jannah. Naam, we'll be from the people of the Jannah. Because when a person truly implements the Qur'an, bila shak, Undoubtedly, they have to be from the people of the Sunnah because Allah Azza wa Jal inside the Quran, He commands us with obedience of the, to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah Azza wa Jal He says, وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُوهُ And whatever the Messenger gives you, take it. And whatever He prevents you from this, stay away from it. Allah Azza wa Jal in the Quran He tells us, أَطِيعُ اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُ الرَّسُولُ Obey Allah and obey the Messenger. Obey Allah. And obey the messenger. So there are many, 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 many ayat inside of the Quran where Allah Azza wa Jal commands us to listen to and to obey His messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So let it not be understood by the statement that the Quran is that which, if we implemented, the person he will go to the Jannah to say to the exclusion of the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. No, because there is no separation between the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. We have to cling to the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of Mustafa ﷺ. And inside of this tremendous month, Allah Jalla sent down the Qur'an. Allah Jalla sent down the Qur'an. So let us take this opportunity to increase in the reading of the Qur'an. If the year has gone by and caught us up to this point and we weren't increasing and in reading the Qur'an, then let us start from right now to increase in the reading of the Qur'an. If the year has come up until this point and our masahib 
have upon it ghubar wa'iyadu billah, have upon it dust wa'iyadu billah. Now let us take this opportunity to make sure that there's no more accumulation of dust upon the masahif, there's no more accumulation of dust upon the upon the copies of the Qur'an, that we what? That we utilize them, we read them, that we read throughout the book of Allah that we contemplate upon it, that we ponder over its meaning, that we implement the guidance that we find therein. This is the time to make that change. If we didn't make that change up until now, this is the time to make that change. So therefore, Allah He has made the fasting of it, meaning the fasting of Ramadan, shukran Quran, as a show of gratitude for the bounty of the Quran, as a show of gratitude for the bounty of the Quran. And if the one who was wise were to contemplate and to reflect and to think about that, then the fasting for them, it will take on a new dynamic. They will have a deeper understanding. They will understand more better its significance. They will understand and be able to appreciate Bismillah Ta'ala more its its virtue and so on and so forth. And we ask Allah to make us of those who show gratitude, make us of those who are thankful unto Him, to make us of those who are patient. We ask Allah to make us of those who benefit from Ramadan in every which way, shape, and form. Hada aqulu qawli hada wa astaghfir Allah li wa lakum wa li jami'i al-Muslimin fa fa'innahu huwa al-Ghafur rahim Bismillah alhamdulillah Salatu wa salam ala Rasulillah wa ba'd Allah Azza wa Jal at the end of the aforementioned ayah Ya ayyuhaladina amanu kutiba alaykum usiyam to the end of the ayah Allah Ta'ala he says at the end of it la'allakum tattaqoon so that perhaps you will attain piety you will attain taqwa or so in order that you attain taqwa that you attain piety having true fear of Allah which is to do and to carry out those commandments of Allah upon light upon knowledge upon knowledge hoping for the reward from Allah and to stay away from the prohibitions of Allah upon knowledge fearing the punishment of Allah this is taqwa Naam, this is taqwa. And it's incumbent and it is important that we are those who strive to have a consciousness of our actions and what we are doing to make sure that what we are doing, it is halal, it is permissible. And to make sure that we are staying away from those things that are prohibited, those things that are haram, that we stay away from these things, fearing the punishment of Allah for those who embark upon those things in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made prohibited. That which will help us come to this level, come to this understanding, attain this, is what? Is the fasting. Because the fasting, it teaches us. The fasting, it teaches us to be patient. It teaches us to be patient. Naam. And you see that, you see that connection between the gratitude and between patience. Naam. Because this is Iman. This is Iman. 
the ulama they mention that iman nusfan that iman is two halves faith is of two halves nisfuhu sabr wa nisfuhu shukr half of it is patience and half of it is gratitude with dalil and the proof is the statement of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam about the affair of the believer and how the affair of the believer it is amazing naam the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said speaking about the believer the believer is the one who has iman naam and asabathu sarra shakar fakana khairun lah that if he is touched with good times happiness prosperity so on and so forth he is thankful he shows gratitude and that is better for him gratitude you see wa in asabathu dura sabr fakana khairun lah aw kama qala nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and if there touches him difficulty if there touches him trials and tribulations huh he is patient and that is better for him and that is better for him so there we see what the patience and these are the description of what the believer is that they are patient and that they uh, show gratitude they show gratitude and they are patient naam so when you look at this tremendous act of worship fasting fasting is a show and an illustration of gratitude to allah azza wa jal thankfulness unto allah azza wa jal for blessing us and sending down the ni'mah the bounty of the quran of the quran and when a person he fasts he learns patience on every level he learns patience on every level because contemplate when we fast we ought to stay away from food and drink when we fast we ought to stay away from relationships with one spouse these things are halal every other time of the year outside of fasting we can do them allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to stay away from that which is permissible while we are fasting so if a person acclimates himself to staying away from that which is permissible while he is fasting then this will help acclimate him and will make it easier for him to to stay away from those things that are impermissible all the time you see it will make it easy for him to stay away from those things that are impermissible all throughout the year because no doubt while fasting we are not allowed to to do those things that are haram all year round while fasting just like we're not allowed to do them we were not fasting naam so it teaches us patience on every level when the thirst becomes overbearing or be or becomes intense it teaches us patience and for those you know that the reward of your patience comes quickly and a better reward will come later because no one wallahu a'la wa a'lam becomes thirsty throughout the days of ramadan and they are patient upon that except that within some moments that thirst goes away no you're not thirsty no more right we've all have experienced this you become thirsty at dhuhr you don't remain thirsty from dhuhr all the way to maghrib but by the time of asr sometime after dhuhr you're not even thirsty no more you forgot you was thirsty right so this is from the blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he puts upon us uh while we are fasting and the reward that will come to us for the fast then it is that which Allahu akbar is a tremendous reward a tremendous reward al-alama 
Ahmad al-Najmi, rahmatullah alayhi, he mentions that the word la'alla here in this ayah, la'alla, that this word wajiba al-wuqur, that it is something that la'alla is going to happen. Now, is going to happen. Not that there's a possibility it may or may not. No, it's going to happen. This was understood from this ayah, that it will happen. Well, here, tarajji, and this is a hope that is realistic. This is a hope that is realistic, it's accomplishable. Naam. And that this hope, it is linked to the fasting. But only when the fasting is upon its proper way. You understand? It will definitely happen, you will attain piety. The one who fasts properly, he will attain piety. But the condition for him to attain that piety, huh? Because he fasted is that he has to fast correctly. He can't be doing no funny stuff while he's fasting. And what will make a better what will make us better understand this is the statement of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Whoever does not leave off the statement of Zur and acting in accordance to it. It means lying. Lying in every which way, shape, and form. Whether that lying is a lying by a word, whether that lying is giving false testimony, huh? so on and so forth. That a person, he's untruthful, he's lying, and so on and so forth. This is the statement of Zor. A person when he's fasting has to leave off these statements. Leave off cussing at people. Leave off speaking disrespectfully to people. Leave off being verbally abusive, and so on and so forth. Leave off lying. And he has to leave off actions in accordance to it. So whatever action that will come as a result in, in the wake of that of that lying and, 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 and nasty and despicable speech, he has to leave those things off. So therefore, when a, person, when a person is fasting, he has to avoid that which is haram. So it's not that he just fasts and his stomach it fasts, but his eyes have to fast. So he's not looking at those things that are haram. His ears have to fast, so he's not listening to those things that are haram. His hands have to fast, so he's not touching those things that are haram. His feet have to fast, he's not walking toward those things that are haram, and so on and so forth. He has to have a total fast. And if he does this upon the way that is required, then you will see some benefit for him and he will attain the piety. The, the Prophet ﷺ says, whoever does not leave off the statement of falsehood and actings in accordance to it, that whoever does not leave off false speech and action in according to it, then Allah has no need that they leave off their food and their drink. No need that they leave off their food and their drink. No doubt that there are many, many, many benefits of fasting. From them, as we see here, that a person, his faith, it will increase. His faith, it will increase. And that a person, his taqwa, his piety, it will increase. And that a person, his knowledge-based fear of Allah, it will increase. His knowledge-based fear of Allah Azza wa Jal, it will increase. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who fast upon His proper manner, to make us of those who are increased this Ramadan inside of their Iman, who are increased inside of their taqwa, who are increased aside of their of their khashiyah for Allah Azza wa Jal, the knowledge-based fear of Allah Azza wa Jal, those who are increased in their khushur, in their humility unto Allah Azza wa Jal, that we are increased in this Ramadan with the increase 
that will continue throughout the rest of the year, that will continue throughout the rest of our lives, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases us in good upon good, upon good, upon good, until we meet Him, Jalla wa'ala, while He is pleased with us. Hada fa aqimu salat.